Hey guys, welcome to 7525. This is Vanessa. And this is Felicia. We are licensed marriage and family therapists that work primarily with first responders and some family here and there. We work a lot with PTSD. Just to give a quick blurb about us, and we won't do too much because that is boring. Um, we have plenty of education. A little bit too many degrees. Lots of student debt. Uh, um, it's a little depressing, so we won't go into that, but it, uh, all of the degrees are in psychology or forensic psychology with an emphasis on crisis response. You'll find that our talking style on this is not going to be very educational. It's going to be conversational and we scroll out, so hopefully you could follow along and keep track. Not your typical therapist. Uh, we curse like sailors, so... And we're direct, to the point. Very direct. A little black and white so if any of that offends you probably move on might not be the podcast for you the purpose of this podcast though came well i guess we could kind of explain the name 7525 um a while back we were talking with a guy about how to keep things balanced because what we have found with first responders is that no matter what you guys are going to have negative shit that happens in your life but it's about at least balancing, if not creating more positivity as much as possible. So we told them, think about your life as a balance between 75 and 25. 25% of your life is gonna be negative shit that you're just gonna face no matter what you do, you can't control it. But 75% of it can be positive, but that's not going to happen without some purposeful effort. And so what are you doing every day to create that 75% of positivity or happiness or whatever that is to balance or cancel out that negative stuff that you're going to be experiencing while you're at work or even at home dealing with family stuff. And that's just something that really resonated with him um, and we love when he talks about it. We get to hear him talk about it often so we decided why not why not just run with that. So 75-25 that's how we, well not we got that that's how Vanessa got that. And I just happen to really like it. So we'll have a lot of guest speakers on this podcast, a lot of different ideas. And again, we are squirrely. So even though we might start off talking about one thing, you'll probably find that we'll be talking about a lot of different things throughout the podcast, throughout each episode. We have a Instagram and Facebook account. Our Instagram is at 75.25. And our Facebook account is 75 backslash 25. You can go to either of our pages for any comments, any questions, uh, feedback, if there is anything you would like us to cover, anything you want us to talk about, please go ahead and let us know on either of those formats. And again, that's 75.25 and 75 backslash 25. The 75 is spelled out 75 and then the 25 is number format. So we thought we'd give a little bit of uh, background on how we got into work with first into working with first responders. I swear I can talk um, because it was definitely not the way either of us were planning to go with our careers. Um, I know I was planning to be a sports psychologist. And I was planning on working with kids and look at where we are, are now. Are you serious? You yeah. would have been fucking horrible. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, let's just say you we were going to work with blog. kids? I worked with kids for a while. I really didn't know this. I just really don't feel like that would be good for you. Oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, so obviously <laughs> we, uh, we've we changed paths quite a bit um, to end up here. I'm just really a little setback. I didn't think you really wanted to work with kids. I thought it just popped up as a job, and that's really funny. Well, I'm really glad you found this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how successful you would have been. Anyways, <laughs> that's really funny. Um, I have... Um, family in law enforcement. I grew up in a law enforcement family and I was always told to stay away from uh, first responders. I feel like for a good reason. Um, anyway, so I did. <laughs> Remember, we're trying to keep people coming to listen to yeah. us. Like, <laughs> It'll make sense though. I think, I think it, two dads out there, it probably makes sense for all their daughters. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyways, I feel like it, it made sense so I definitely stayed far away from first responders and I was like busy getting in trouble anyways so probably wasn't gonna work out that way in the beginning anyways um, but yeah I wanted to be a sports psychologist I thought that working with athletes would be fun and easy like let's get over your mental block I know it's a bigger deal than I'm saying, um, but that's that's what I was planning on. And then I ended up meeting my mentor, which was, I mean, my dad kept giving me her number. And after working with her and her introducing me to different first responders that needed help and working with them clinically, um, it was just a good, a good fit. Found out that not only is there definitely a first responder culture, definitely a law enforcement culture, um, but I, I am part of that. I should not say, unfortunately. Um, I am a part of that. I definitely <laughs> talk like first responders. Um, I, I, I just, everyone always just told me I was a fucked up person. I think but, it's really funny that she thought that that was normal. Like, I'm very much used to it, but I she just swore like... up and down that she was not going to touch that population with a 10-foot pole, and I'm like, really and it's it's interesting to hear her talk about it now because looking back she definitely was raised within a law enforcement family and had a very different childhood and to not recognize that and I think that's what a lot of families who are in law enforcement don't realize is how much it impacts the family system which is also what we're going to be talking about throughout this podcast I thought I was just bad at making friends yeah, yeah you know <laughs> I mean I still am at least but, you're aware of it now. I think that's because people have a difficult time hearing the truth. Maybe. They don't like things direct, you know? Maybe not hearing the truth, but the directness, I think, is... And the truth. Okay. Like, how do I look okay. in this? Like, shit. <laughs> and they don't want to be your friend. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I just kind of stumbled upon this path, and now I'm here and really enjoy everyone I talk to, and work isn't exactly like work until I have to sit down and do paperwork and then it fucking sucks. That's why we don't do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but um, the, the actually working with the clients part is actually really enjoyable and it, it doesn't feel like work and that's probably why I work a lot. Yeah, probably. Um, so my parents are not directly in law enforcement, but my extended family members are definitely within the military. My grandpa's a retired vet um, on one side. My great-grandfather is a retired vet as well. And my uncle is also in the military, and my cousin just finished up boot camp, so we're definitely very 
pro-supportive military. Um, but as far as like how I got here, definitely thought I was going to work with kids. And I've known Felicia for over, I don't know, 10 years now? 11? I don't know. Lost count. Long time. Way before she started working with first responders. Um, and so I've known her family for a long time too. But once she started working with first responders... I got kind of interested and was like, okay, well, I want to just check it out and see what it's like. Um, something new, something different. Um, and apparently I'm a really good fit, which I think surprised a lot of people. So not entirely me. I'm still surprised you thought you were going to work with kids <laughs> and like be good at it. <laughs> I can't picture you sitting on the ground playing with kids for hours all day long and like I couldn't imagine it now, now that I have kids and have to go home and play with my kids. Like, I, I think I'd be played out and be like, I don't want to see another kid in my life. Yeah. But instead, it's I go home and my husband wants to talk about his day and I just want him to fucking <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I've talked to adults about their day all day. I don't care about yours. Shut up. <laughs> um. Or like when they talk to you and it like goes in one ear and not the other and I like it's like he's almost speaking a different language. I'm yeah. like, what did you? Well, say? I mean, at least you could explain that better to Justin. Yeah, and I can explain that better to Kyber. Then we could tell our kids like, hey, I work with kids all day. So. Yeah, um, better fit. Definitely better fit. Um, but yeah, so this is kind of how we ended up here. We've both been doing this for a while now, to say the least. Um, work a lot of hours. We've done crisis intervention debriefs kind of things we worked along cal fire a lot of local departments um to us and it's been a really great experience definitely a different culture and we had some we've had a few a few people now then some guys at some different retreats we do mm -hmm. specifically say that we need to do a podcast because apparently we're funny <laughs> um so <laughs> Like, maybe we're funny, but sadly, we're also, uh, all the stuff we're saying, we actually mean it, too. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny, I guess, so. Um, we've heard that a few times, so we thought, why not? We definitely operate with a lot of sarcasm and picking at each other. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is kind of how we ended up here. We thought this podcast would be a funny way to kind of reach more people and not necessarily to, like... I guess disclaimer of not like we don't want to gain gain climate clients from this or anything. Our sole purpose for creating this was just to get some tools and tips and things to think about out to more first responders because in our eyes, you guys are an underserved population. There's not a lot of people who are culturally competent and know what you guys experience, and that's something that we've heard a lot of. And so we thought this would be a just kind of a good place to start to help you guys stay grounded. Maybe you pick something up from this, maybe you share it with somebody else and they pick something up for it and ultimately that's our goal. I think also just have some normal fucking conversation, not yeah. like hug a fucking pillow and talk to your therapist podcast. Like, you mean not laying on the couch? Or like, pillow? yeah. Do you want or, a lanky? Or preach at you and tell you about, <laughs> this is what you should be doing every morning when you wake up and when your brain is doing this. You know, like, just, just talk like a normal fucking person. Because there are therapists out there who are normal, I think. I shouldn't yeah. say that. I haven't met many. <laughs> they're, they're out there. But... I mean, they're out there somewhere. Somewhere. 
it's, it's just a small field. Um, but again, this isn't about treatment. This is more about just like giving some tools, having a fun conversation. Like we said, we're going to have people on here coming in to talk from law enforcement and fire and EMS and a mixture of everybody to give you guys some different perspectives um, and generate conversation. So now that we've gotten past like all of the fun introductions and things like that, and again, if you guys have any other questions, reach out to us, Facebook, Instagram, all that cool stuff. Um, we thought it would be, I don't know if fun's the right word, but uh, interesting to talk about the holidays since we just came off of the holidays and what we've experienced is holidays are typically a shit show for most first responders. If they're not working, then they're home and usually being home on the holiday isn't always such the best experience. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, Fantastic. <laughs> insert sarcasm. Um, you know, and if you are on, that's typically when a lot of bad calls or critical incidents end up happening from people traveling and being stupid. So thought we kind of start there and some of the common stuff that first responders might deal with and maybe their families aren't quite I don't want to say understanding, but not necessarily under know what's going through a first responder's head during the holidays. Just a lack of awareness. Yeah. If you don't know, you don't know. Which isn't your family member's fault, but it is helpful for them to know. You guys can start game planning, which I know the holidays are now a year away, but it'll come quicker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Feels like they're gone for like a month and the house is clean and then it's like, they're back. With a vengeance. I don't know who thought it was a good idea to like put all of the holidays packed into like two and a half months. Like why? Why would you do that? Why does there have to be so many in a year? I don't know. Hallmark. Hallmark. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> right? I already saw... We're, we didn't... We went to Target shit. recently. Yeah, Valentine's Day shit is already out. It's terrible. Like damn. Give me a minute. Um, but... Some of the stuff we normally see over the holidays, we normally hear from people we talk to, um, I think is just the frustration of being home around large groups of family. And it's not necessarily, I shouldn't say it's the family itself, although like maybe it is, <laughs> um, but maybe the constant chatter or the house not being clean or people not doing things the right way because it's not being done your way. Um, or maybe you're just a little amped up and you don't know it. So everything's frustrating and maybe you just don't have an out. Maybe you need a break from the family and you're not getting it. Especially if you like work the night before and then you're coming home to like try to be Mr. or Mrs. Santa Claus. And that's a really rough transition. Your body doesn't respond well to not having any type of transition period and i know that's something that a lot of guys deal with is you know they come off a shift and have to walk in the door and put on a smile on their face and be happy for the kids or the spouse well, i think it's worse during the holidays because you come home and all like the kids are home from school if yeah. they're you know in traditional school right yeah and everyone's excited because they're home from school or it's holidays. So they're like, oh yeah, the holidays. And, and like my girls every day, let's bake cookies. Let's bake cookies. I don't want to fucking bake cookies. We did one day actually and it was a lot of fun. But still, it's it's you, you're working and you come home to all that excitement and you do not feel that excitement 
And then it's frustrating because you want to feel that excitement, but you fucking don't. And if your spouse makes a snarky remark about that, you know, if you're not... Like, come on, get into the holiday spirit. Yeah. Or, come on, do it for the kids. You th- Like, you think I like feeling this way? Yeah. <laughs> or, you know what, I know you just walked in the door, but can you please put up all the Christmas lights and all the blow-up things? And oh, let's go to our Christmas tree today, too. Sounds like a great plan. Yeah, which is so- something we'll, we will talk about through and through, too, going from, like, one space of demand to the next space of demands and not having that gray space in between. So you're constantly in a setting of demands and that's very frustrating too. But the holidays can just be a shit show if you don't have any time for yourself because again, we're in those constant demands. Um, we've, I'm, I'm sure you did too, but I prepped a lot of clients for the holidays and having some exit strategies. Remember I told a client to break a toilet. I mean, yeah. <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures, guys. <laughs> and I say I, guys, I mean girls and guys. I'm just generally speaking. <laughs> yeah, don't don't get mad at us. We say guys. It means everyone. Um, but I did tell a client, go home, check everything in your house, whatever is broken. Yeah, you're going to look for it anyways. You go around looking for shit, I swear. Uh, but go around, look for shit. If it doesn't need to be fixed right now, you save that. And when mother-in-law pisses you the fuck off, then you need to go fix that thing. Like, you have stuff ready. Or if you have a kid that you just click with, like, more than the others. Because that, I mean, that happens. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, You have a kid that you just click with, you know, have a pact. Like, hey, I say this code word. Yeah, if I say this word, you text me and say, like, I, you need something and I, I will have to run to the store for you. Like. I eat gluten-free, so I'll text my dad and, like, I really need this specific thing from the store or I'm not going to be able to eat. And then he goes to the store. There's his out. That's a good out. You know? I just tell people I have diarrhea, but maybe not everyone is comfortable with that. I have a headache. That's my go-to. Sorry, guys. I'm totally fine saying I have diarrhea. People probably think I have diarrhea all the time. (laughs) That's so gross. Well, what do you say back to that? What are you going to say? Put on an adult diaper and suck it up. Just kidding. You? I don't think anybody else would say that. But having some exit strategy strategy is something we usually go to. Um, But, I mean, we're past the holidays. Obviously, we can't help you with that right now. But we wanted to talk about coming out of the rut of the holidays and who knows, maybe you're a great holiday person and uh, you don't struggle with it. But And maybe part of coming out of that rut is, and maybe this didn't happen for you guys, but I also think that like it's almost this period of like remorse and trying to make up for what a shitty holiday it might have turned out to be. Um, you know, if you got in a fight with your spouse or maybe you were checked out and now you're kind of reacclimating back into normalcy, it's... Like, you have to go and apologize for all of that stuff. But you don't necessarily have to do that, but you can, I don't want to say, maybe recreate the holiday. Um, A lot of the guys that we talk to end up working on the holidays, and holidays are not necessarily about the fact that on, like, Christmas has to be on December 25th, or Thanksgiving has to be on a certain day. You know, you guys can do your holidays on any day that works for your family. So if that means that you get off on Christmas day and you know that you need some time to deescalate, cool down your system, whatever it is that you need to do, then take that day and maybe the next day that's when. 
especially your young kids, they're not going to know like today is Christmas. So therefore you need to open gifts or do whatever that is that your holiday traditions are on that day. My kid thought it was Christmas for like 10 days straight. She kept waking up every morning. So, you know, sometimes you have to make those adjustments and just be okay with those rather than putting the pressure on yourself or your family members to do something that's not really helpful for your family. I'm sure it's harder with teens, though, because everyone has cell phones now. Yeah. Well, Vanessa's young, but I didn't have a cell phone at that <laughs> age or social media, so it didn't matter. But um, but even then, your I, older kids probably know or are a little more accepting. That. Yeah, yeah, a little more understanding, but we didn't celebrate Christmas on Christmas every year, and I didn't even know that until a couple years ago. I had no idea. I feel fucked. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I still don't give a shit. Um, but I think that's, if they're older, that's yeah. a conversation you can have. Or I, I, I even have one guy who um, said he still has his kids open their gifts on Christmas, even if he's at work. No. Oh, yeah. He's like, Christmas is Christmas. If I'm not there, I'm not there. And But that's something he's comfortable with. I think it's different for everybody. And we know Christmas is past and we can't like take care of that right now but any holidays coming up i don't know if anyone's big on valentine's day i am not um but if you are you know it doesn't have to be on the 14th if you're working that doesn't mean valentine's day is ruined everything's packed that day anyways restaurants are fucking horrible hotels are more expensive like, I feel like celebrating Valentine's Day on a different day is called being a smart person. Anyways. <laughs> or just don't celebrate, celebrate it and wait till the candy goes on sale the day after. And now you have... Boom. You just saved money and you're smart. Off. There you go. You're winning. Yeah. What's that... Uh, the place they should go to? Uh, Sarah, Sycam- Sycamore, Sycamore Minerals. <laughs> Oh. We struggle Sarasota, Sycamore, no. Sycamore, Sycamore Mineral Springs, Sycamore Mineral, fuck, <laughs> Sycamore, I have degrees, are you sure, <laughs> my student loans say I do, Sycamore Mineral Springs Resort, yeah, amazing, yeah, I think so, amazing, really hot good, tubs. yeah, hot, hot tubs on your balcony, we had a client tell us we should go with our spouse there, and we, we, went with, <laughs> we went with each other. But Not to be weird. In our defense, it was like, you know, COVID had just happened and we had a conference coming up and we didn't want to sit at our house doing a conference because we both have, you know, two little ones. Um, that wasn't going to work out well. So we went to this resort to test it out. Yep. Neither of us has been back, but we will no. make it back with our actual spouses. Eventually. But there's tandem bags and really pretty. We did that. Like, it was a lot of fun. Scenery. So take your spouses is the moral of the story. Yeah. Um, and on a tandem bike, the way you look is the way the bike goes. So I didn't suck at it. We just didn't understand how it worked. So, well, our degrees are in physics. So, nope. <laughs> <laughs> whoops. <laughs> By the way, when you degree, you're only smart in one area, <laughs> not everywhere. <laughs> but, anyways, it's 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 good to be able to be flexible with your holidays, especially as a first responder and being okay with that and having an understanding of that in the holidays mm-hmm. or having an understanding with, of that within your family, I should say. But as for getting out of the rut of the holidays, I, I guess I shouldn't say a rut. That sounds negative. Forget it never happened. and No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds very negative. This is 75, 25. Okay. okay. Um, um. <laughs> 
I mean, the holidays are fun and all, don't get me wrong, uh, but, like, one thing I like to do after the holidays is get everything. Like, you'll, you were at my house today. There's not a scratch of Christmas on the inside, which yeah. we have the outside left, but, like, I like it to be clean. Dispose of the holiday. <laughs> like, cleanse the uh -huh. house. Yeah. Clean it all. Put all of the crap away. Um, I'm more of the ignore and pretend it's not there kind of person. So I keep looking at my Christmas tree thinking I need to put it away because I'm definitely like, I'm done with Christmas. Um, I even but... did spring cleaning early. <laughs> good <Felt> job. Good. <laughs> mm -hmm. But again, about that transition space, right? Like going from, okay, Christmas is over, whether or not it was great, it's done. Like let's move on to the next thing that's going to be happen or just allow yourself to have a freaking day off and do nothing. Yeah. I just immediately think of how do I like my space and how do I get it back to back to that. I feel like to me holidays are chaotic. Um so every year after Christmas I think about like how clean I can get the place. So like my girls play area, if you notice there are less toys down there. Yeah. We moved even more up into their room because I'm job. like let's clean it out even more. <laughs> my husband got a video of us opening Christmas presents, and of course, like my son, Maddox, doesn't know how to open up gifts, and you should see my eyeballs. They look like they were going to pop out of my head. I was so overwhelmed that I was like, I'm going to need I'm gonna need a break after this. Like, Oh, my house looks like the fucking toy aisle in Target. No. Yeah, that's how it was. There was kids and boxes and wrapping paper everywhere, and my eyeballs, like, I don't think they could have gotten much bigger. Do, do you know how many times Kyber mentioned Toys for Tots? <laughs> I was like, bitch, that's not till next year. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, really good idea, though. I feel like it was, a, it was a solid idea on his part. But anyways. Um, Put them in the garage. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah, ours are up in a closet still. We'll slowly take them out throughout the year to keep them happy. Like, Or when we want to do something like watch a movie without being interrupted, we'll pull out like a new Barbie. Oh, that's a good Like, oh, look at this shiny yeah. new toy. So um, use those toys for your kids. Um smartly you know if you need a break from your kids save a couple of those toys use them throughout the year yes you have your own little treasure chest in your house and you don't even have to buy that no nope. most of it's from other people 95 percent of it all <laughs> right okay so things for you um i think it's good to still still put time into yourself i know it's the holidays and we're always focused on you know what we're getting for other people and what time you're putting into your family uh, but it's also good to put back into yourself especially after it may sound bad but having to be around so people, people and family all the time and like is this person happy is this person happy it's good to check in with yourself and see if you're happy just bought myself a bench made knife yesterday <laughs> I'm so happy we did some shopping got some coffee yeah in some brainstorming not regarding work it was good yeah it was a happy day but taking that time to disconnect from i think part of that is too is your role so disconnecting as your role or disconnecting from your role as a first responder or a dad or a wife or a spouse or whatever it is or even a son or daughter disconnecting from those roles and allowing yourself just to be you and go do something that fills your cup up so to speak so shooting coffee shopping for us is our typical go-to's um yeah something fishing hunting whatever it is for you figuring that out and on that note 
if you don't know what that is, that's probably a big red flag for you. I've had a lot of guys when I ask them, like, what is it that you like to do? You usually don't get a response back quite quickly, at least. They take some time to think about it. Yeah, or, uh -huh. I don't know. Yeah, I get an I don't know. Uh-huh. I actually have a guy right now working on a list, like, going through things to see, like, what he enjoys. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe that's something you have to do. But it's good to make sure you fill your cup up because you don't want to go through the holidays and pour and pour into everyone else and make sure everyone's happy and yada 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 and then go straight back to work where guess what you're taking care of people <laughs> yet again and definitely in a different sense and maybe you don't get as much joy from taking care of civilians and i uh, i guess i shouldn't call them perps but what well, whoever you're dealing with <laughs> maybe that's general not you don't public. get general public there that's we go we call it. maybe you don't get as much joy out of that as taking care of your family of course that's more enjoyable but you're still you're still in that caretaking role yeah. so to give yourself a break from that and actually take care of yourself put some in your cup so you have any to pour out at all you don't want to go negative no i think you just start to run out of stuff and as much as i think first responders are very much used to giving to everybody else they have this idea maybe not all the time or not to this extent but they think that they can just continue giving to everybody else and that it's not going to run out and they're not going to burn out or they're not going to end up with something like PTSD or depression or anxiety or all of the above or the bazillion mm -hmm. other things that we've heard of but that's where you'll end up more than likely if you're not taking the time now to figure out what does taking care of you look like burnout compassion fatigue for sure hit that area if you're not taking care of yourself because your cup will dry out. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that doesn't just look like, oh, you're laying in bed crying all day. Not that type of depression. You are irritable. You're snapping at your spouse or your kids or getting mad because something wasn't put in the cabinet the right way. That is annoying. It is, but like... <laughs> <laughs> Not the point I'm trying to make here. <laughs> but like, maybe you fix it yourself instead of saying something. Yeah. Yeah. A snarky response. Yeah. Without saying anything. Yeah. Just, just fix it and walk just away. Fix it. Say nothing. Make no facial expression. Just in your head, tell yourself you're a winner. <laughs> Gold sticker for the day. Killed it. That's what I do. But yeah, I mean, they, it looks like something way worse. Or I should say way worse, but it looks a lot different than what you probably see on TV with, you know, people laying on the couch crying about how sad they are. A lot of other symptoms of burnout and compassion fatigue that you guys will end up experiencing if you're not figuring out how to get out of that rut. Whether it's a holiday rut or just a rut in general. Mm -hmm. We talked kind of a good amount about um, getting out of that rut outside of work. You know, things you could do at home, taking care of yourself hobbies and whatnot um but we do think it's good to do things at work as well because let's face it you probably spend more time at work than you do at home anyways yes that's probably a, a much larger part of your life so things need to be implemented there um and that could be small things like what you do on the way to work what you listen to uh what mindset you put yourself in 
same thing on the way home. Um, little things you can change throughout the day because we get used to specific behaviors and that's how we get in ruts and you likely go back to the same thing, you know, when you're feeling in a certain way, you do the same things, even though it may perpetuate the way you feel. Think of ruts as like habits that are developed over time. You didn't get into this position overnight, whether that's a good position or a bad position or good mental health or bad mental health, whatever it is. It wasn't something that was developed overnight. It took time. It took you operating in the same way for a long period of time. So getting out of that rut is kind of changing those habit patterns in, in small ways, not big ways necessarily. So maybe ask yourself, you know, what positive you could add into your day, even if it's the tiniest thing, you know, the 1% thing, which there's a really cool story behind that, but we will, we'll have to go into that later. But um, even if it's that just, you know, the 1%, you know, 1% adds up. I just realized how much math we actually talk about. You know, I think the really? percentage. Well, because think we're about so shitty at math. I know, which is ironic. <laughs> um, but think about like the seventy-five twenty-five. That's a percentage thing that we came up with, and this one percent. Like, I think it helps to be concrete about it. Almost like mm-hmm. if right now you're operating at seventy-five percent negative and twenty-five percent positive. Okay, well, how do you get that one percent to flip flop? That one percent could be one thing that you did throughout your day. One tiny thing. Yeah. Watching a funny video. That's two minutes long. TikTok. One thing. Yeah. As girls do TikTok when I'm in a bad I mood. I love funny videos. Or I know when Felicia's in a bad mood because I'll get lots of TikToks. Yeah. They're fucking, they're really <laughs> funny. You make me laugh. There's, there's this one, I, I think I sent it to you. I almost sent it to you today again because <laughs> it's just so funny. But this guy walks in his front door and he's like, just got back from the hospital. My dog's humiliating me. Do, do you remember seeing that one? He's walking in and his foot is wrapped and he's hobbling and his dog, so his dog starts hobbling too. (laughs) (laughs) He does it a couple times. Freaking hilarious. I laughed so hard, but little bits like that. And that video was like freaking 10 seconds. Now I watched it like 30 times, so it took a bit of my life, but it was a funny, (laughs) it was a nice (laughs) drop of serotonin, so it's fine. Um... But anyways, adding little little positive stuff in and listening to your favorite song. You know? Yeah. Sometimes I will FaceTime my kids in the middle of se- or like not in the middle of sessions, but in between sessions. If I know that they're available to talk, I'll FaceTime them and be like, let me see their fat little faces. I check my cameras like a creeper. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, obviously you just always do that. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, but just just thinking about what positivity can you add into your day and it doesn't matter how small it is but you know even that one percent makes a difference and you're tipping the scales and thinking about how long you've created the scales that you currently have it's going to take time to tip that and even the smallest thing really helps and so i think the big part about that is we really i think we you and i harp in on making sure there's small changes so that way you actually feel successful because i think you know, sometimes think people think of mental health as it's an all or nothing type of game. And in reality is it's tiny little baby steps until you feel like you've made a lot of changes. But mm-hmm. don't set yourself up for failure by going, well, I'm going to overhaul my whole life. And then in a week when things aren't better and you're like, well, fuck this, because we've heard that too. It's not working. Yeah. Rather, go, I'm just going to add in one one thing, one small thing. I'm sure that somewhere throughout your day or your shift specifically, you have three minutes to do something somehow, some way, even if you're sitting on the shitter, I don't know.
That's Scrolling where I check TikTok. Oh, I mean, that's my point. Like, yeah, there's something exactly. there that you could probably put in. Like, if I send you a TikTok, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, make, make that time, you know. Instead of scrolling on Facebook, looking at all the bad shit that's going Stupid on in the world. Stupid stuff people post, airing out their dirty laundry. Yeah, maybe don't do that. Um, Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, if it doesn't make you feel good, don't do it. To an yeah. extent, you know. Snooze them for 30 days. <laughs> or delete them all together. That makes yeah, me feel yeah. good. Um, yeah. Know. We have a couple of guys who, like, if they're on shift, they have like a little playlist or shit saved in their phone so they could easily find some of their favorite stuff. And that seems to be really helpful. Mm-hmm. We'll get into more on our next episode too. We really want to go into utilizing the positives at work. So we'll get deeper into different ideas for that. Yeah. And we're hoping to get some guest speakers on who really created a system within their crew to kind of... Um, you know, create that positivity at work because I do think that's something, especially within maybe in fire too, but like law enforcement culture isn't always so pro mental health. Um, and mm-hmm. having people that you work with who do support mental health is really helpful because then they're not looking at you or bashing you for taking that two minutes for yourself. They're probably doing it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it'll be good for it'll be good for everyone here too, not just our side talking about it because obviously we talk about it all day every day but coming from people who weren't doing anything learned about it and are actually actually implementing it and our first responders i think that's a completely different take so i don't think you want to hear our voices all day long no (laughs) but you know i hope we i hope you enjoyed this first episode and again if you have any ideas or thoughts or comments or things that you want us to touch upon look us up on facebook look us up on instagram or what's our instagram again sorry guys uh (laughs) 75 spelled out dot 25 numerical and facebook is 75 spelled out backslash 25 numerical so you can reach out to us on that we check it pretty regularly again you go there check us out make any comments and we'll be Try to incorporate those into our next episodes. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to 7525. This podcast is in no way affiliated with any other business or entity. As a reminder, this podcast does not take the place of mental health treatment. If you or somebody you love is struggling, please contact the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. You can also go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org for texting or chat options. You can find us at 75.25 on Instagram or 75 backslash 25 on Facebook. Mm-hmm.